Hello and welcome to Victory Briefings, where we use the Word of God for a victorious life. I'm Dwight Hammond, and I'm glad you're listening today. I believe this is a divine appointment with the Word of God. Be blessed by the Holy Spirit as He gives you new revelation knowledge as you hear His Word. Today we're using a Bible study outline called Inspiration and Authority of Scripture. You can download it from the website at uh, victorybriefings.net if you want to follow along. We're starting out with 2 Timothy 3.16, talking about the inspiration and authority of Scripture. It says, All Scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. The word scripture here in 2 Timothy 3.16 refers primarily to the Old Testament writings. There is indication, however, in the New Testament that some New Testament writings were already being viewed as inspired and authorized scripture by the time Paul wrote 2 Timothy, Um, such as in 1 Timothy 5.18, he quotes Luke 10.7. And in uh, another place, Second uh, Peter 3.16 from the Weymouth translation says, In those letters, there are some statements hard to understand, which ill-taught, unprincipled people pervert, just as they do the rest of the scriptures to their ruin. Okay, so the, so the context is the, the day of the Lord. But the, um, the part I want to focus on is, Paul's letters were considered comparable with the rest of the scriptures, it says here. Peter admitted that some of Paul's writings were hard for him to understand, but he goes on to call Paul's writings scripture, elevating them to the level of the word of God. This is a powerful witness to the revelation of the gospel of grace uh, that Paul teaches in uh, Galatians and and, uh, Acts chapter 20. There was not a light switch type of turning on of the New Testament. Sometimes we forget that history takes time. Over the course of a generation, the apostles wrote what was later canonized as books of the Bible. Paul's revelation of grace and the true gospel that even Jesus' disciples who traveled with him for three years didn't have is interesting that Peter's statement shows that he was Uh, embracing this as the word from God. The 12 disciples didn't manifest this teaching. This was done through a man who never knew Jesus during his earthly ministry. So this uh, really illustrates how we can know the Lord through the Holy Spirit's revelation of God's word, rather than by physical contact. Praise God. Let me read uh, 2 Timothy 3.16 again. All scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. We know that scripture refers to both Old and New Testament today. The Bible is the original message of God to mankind and the only infallible witness to God's plan and purpose for all people. Paul makes a positive declaration that all Scripture is inspired by God. 
The word inspired here in 2 Timothy 3.16 comes from two Greek words, theos, meaning God, and pneo, meaning to breathe. So inspired means God-breathed. All scripture is God-breathed. It is the very life and word of God. The very words of the original manuscripts are without error, absolutely true, trustworthy, and infallible. This is true not only when it speaks of salvation, ethical values, and morality, but it is also without error on all topics it mentions, including names, places, history, and the world. Let's look at Second Peter 1, verse 20 and 21. Second Peter 20 and 21 in the New American Standard Bible tells us, But know this first of all, that no prophecy of Scripture is a matter of one's own interpretation. And in verse 21 says, For no prophecy was ever made by an act of human will, but men moved by the Holy Spirit spoke from God. Let me read it again. Second Peter 1, 20 to 21. But know this, first of all, that no prophecy of Scripture is a matter of one's own interpretation. For no prophecy was ever made by an act of human will, but men moved by the Holy Spirit spoke from God. No prophecy of Scripture means that no prophecy in Scripture came about by the writer's own interpretation or ideas or reasoning but only from the Holy Spirit. When it says, men moved by the Holy Spirit spoke from God, Peter states the divine origin and authority of prophecy in Scripture. All believers must likewise maintain a strong, uncompromising view of the Holy Scriptures as inspired and authoritative. There are at least five reasons for having a strong, uncompromising view of the Holy Bible. It's the only way to be faithful to what Jesus and the apostles and the Bible itself teach about scriptures. Number two, without a strong view of the Bible, the church has no true, sure foundation for its faith, no certainty of salvation, no moral absolutes, no message to preach without doubt, without a clear biblical view You have no real expectation for the baptism in the Holy Spirit or the working of miracles. No hope for the close-at-hand return of Jesus Christ our Lord. Number three, without a strong biblical view, Christians will not be ready to withstand the extreme difficulties of the last days to come. And, friend, we're in those last days. We need all the strength we can to keep our wits about us. Number four, without a strong perspective of the Holy Scriptures, the full authority and teaching of the Bible are weakened, and the Bible will subsequently be replaced by human subjective religious experiences or by independent and critical reasoning. And number five, without strong Bible-believing Christians, you have no absolute verifiable truth based on the authority of God himself, by which to judge and reject ever-degrading values of this world, human philosophies, and ungodly lifestyles of our society. 
and without godly people in leadership roles and centers of influence, societies fail and lawlessness abounds. Father, I thank you for this word today. I thank you that you have given us faith in Jesus because of the scriptures. I thank you that our salvation is certain and we have moral absolutes and we can preach without doubt because we have your word. We thank you that you give us the baptism of the Holy Spirit and working of miracles and we thank you, Lord, that we hope for the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you that you make us ready by your word for these difficult times. Father, we thank you for all the blessings you pour out upon us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, that's about it for now. I hope you download the outline and join us again next time. It would be great to know where you're listening from. So send an email to mailbag at victorybriefings.net or you can post a comment in the mailbag at the bottom of the show notes on our webpage. I hope you're following the podcast and make it a part of your ministry to share this message with others. Until next time, Lord bless you, my friend. This program and other materials are available at victorybriefings.net. Mm-hmm.